free from GP Brand Tut Tommy B Broadcasting live on your frequency Giving you updates on these Georgia streets These are voices for the people that don't get to speak Issues, black news The conversation's deep Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat iPods, Androids, or your laptop These boys swinging for the fence Saying lie Then came a long way from being homies on the block From afros and braids and now they at the top You want facts? This is where I get them from GP3 RTT at gmail.com Send them feedback and they'll be sure to send a response I gotta go now, the show starts in 3, 2, 1 Welcome to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546 Follow us on iTunes Give us a 5 star Follow us on SoundCloud GP3 Homies from the Block And now, here's Ran and Tommy B GP3 Homies from the Block Hey, what's up y'all? We are back it is round 80. GP3 is back in the house. Tommy B and Rand. What's up, Rand? Nothing much, man. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. How you feeling, man? How you how you doing? Everything good? Yeah, I'm feeling good, man. Last week, uh, my wife and I were coming back from a party, driving on I-20 East, and we got rear-ended and uh, uh, spun around a couple times on the, on the freeway. So other than that, we all right. Well, that's some scary stuff, bro. Yeah, I can I can imagine. Glad you all right. Glad the the wife's okay and and uh you know, just keep doing your thing, man. You know, we we support you, bro. We got your back. Appreciate it, man. We Appreciate it, man. Uh to all you people out there who drive fast, monitor your distance. Yes. Between cars. I know I know a lot of us men, we like to tailgate and stuff, but you know, as good as you are, you ain't you don't your reaction time is not that great. Nope. And you know what? Let me say, man, because we, you know, we're in the ATL. We take the show. And and I'm going to say this, man. ATL is notorious for tailgating. They. Oh, yeah. They will push you. If they don't feel you're going fast enough, they just get behind you and just try to push you, man. And um, and distance is everything, especially if you recall, man. And I'm not going to go into it too deep. But on 20, remember, you know, we had we've had potholes. Um if, I don't know if you recall a few months ago, man, when the motorcycle was was on twenty, and the 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 highway just cracked, basically in front, almost like earthquake style. So you you just never know, man, on these highways, and the infrastructure really isn't you know is is uh, is is suspect. Uh, it's just not a good idea, man, to, to test the limits like you in a video game. So glad you're back, man. That's I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, why don't you tell everybody, man, uh, why we're called GP3? GP3, GP3 stands for Grove Park. Three to three of us belongs uh, to the Grove Park Elementary School in Atlanta, Georgia, the 30318. And, and let me let me well, try that one more time, man, because I, I, one other thing, too, you know, we had a power outage, man, so uh, over over in our hood. So let me make sure we got a good connection. So roll one more time. With the GP3 okay. Go ahead, man. Go we're called it. GP3. It stands for Grove Park 3. The three of us are graduates of the Grove Park School in the Grove Park section of town, the 30318. I am Rand. I lived on South Elizabeth Place. Uh, one of our members, a member of Maritai Tut, he lived on Charlotte Place. And Tommy B., where were you? I was on North Avenue, man. That's there. right. North Avenue. The infamous long North Avenue. The hippest spot like Soul Train. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do my Don Cornelius, but anyway, got any shout outs, right. man? You got any shouts? Man, you know, I want to give a shout out to uh, the, the young actor by the name of Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Um, he's going to, he's going to, and he, he's starting a production company and he's going to start adapting occlusion riders in all his projects. Good idea. And, you know, if, if we want Hollywood to change, we got to, we got to do it on the back end behind the camera where the paperwork is being done. Yep. So true. Yeah. So true. And I uh, also want to give one more shout out to um, the 573 civil rights groups who are who are at the door of HUD urging Ben Carson to keep anti-discrimination language in the HUD mission statement. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, shout out to them. And at the same time, and a rant to, 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 to Ben Carson. Mm. I'm not going to say anything. We know. Uh, we know what's up. We know what's up. Anything else, man? Nothing much, man. Nothing else, man. 
All right, I'm, I'm going to give my couple of shout outs on the local tip, man. Um, you know, shout out to my barber, Reggie. <laughs> I can still go to a barber, Rand. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Cherish the day, brother. Cherish, would say. Cherish, Cherish the day. Cherish the day. Uh, but uh, we, we were sitting around talking, man. And, and, you know, we, of course, you know how we share, uh, you know, among friends, uh, text and everything. We were texting some of the old Luther Vandross and, and, and all the, you know, the performances on YouTube and this cat's, you know, Barbara, he's about, you know, under, he's not under 40. He's probably about 37. And uh, we got into a conversation with a bunch, bunch of the guys who were in the barbershop talking about the void, the musical void. And candidly, I didn't expect to hear that from, you know, somebody who's under 40, but apparently that's a conversation a lot of folks are having, man, about, um, you know, how, the legends like, you know, with, with uh, Luther and, and a lot of the vocal legends not being on the scene or, you know, it's not their heyday anymore. How much of that is is missed and how much of that is lost, man. And it was just it was an, an interesting conversation, man, you know, sitting around talking, to, you know, and, and reminiscing. And, and you know, it, it's funny because when you talk, I guess he would be considered a millennial uh, to some extent. You know, they they miss that, too. They feel that void. You know, they, they kind of feel it. So it's a good conversation. Appreciate you for, for uh, taking care. And I, I had to do a photo shoot, man. And, and I'm going to shout out um, uh, my my uh, photographer, man, Mark Daniel Mason. He and I are uh, you can find him on Mark Daniel Mason photos on Instagram. Cool guy. Uh, if y'all ever need headshots or anything. Well, you know, if you got to be an ATL, but I'm sure he'd come to you for the price, for the right price. Uh, cool brother, That's great, man. man, and uh, does a lot of great work. You could check him out on Instagram, and he's one of those photographers that can shoot you like anywhere and make it look like you're in like uh, the Taj Mahal. You know, you could be in a, cool. you'd be in front of a dumpster. <laughs> he put a blur so on he, it, he, he, so he's very adept at Photoshop. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. But not only that, it's just lighting and and the ability to kind of blur backgrounds. You know, um. People really don't, you know, if, if the black, if the background is blurred, you don't really know where you are, you know? So uh, kudos right. to him, man, and and the flexibility and, you know, just loves his craft. He's been doing it for a while. Good guy. Good guy. All right. Excellent. Get into it, man, real quick. Um, and I always do because it's an update and we'll start off light before we get into the, as the White House turns, man. Um I, I do want to just give everybody an update because we just said, I said we do it. I said that I do it. The Monique and Oprah thing and just the Monique in general. Um, if, if you guys, and I think you do it, Rand, um, podcast listeners, it's an interest. It's still very interesting, man. The Monique and Sydney Open Relationship Podcast, they've been away for a few weeks. So they really didn't have a chance to address the most recent stuff. Um, and this week's or last Monday's post podcast is really insightful. Um, and I would recommend, uh, you know, if y'all really want an update, I'm not going to go into detail here. Uh, but the rationale behind a lot of what she's doing, she, she further, I guess, clarifies a lot of that in her podcast. Cause she's been away a couple of weeks and uh, even uh, some of the things, the, the view uh, with her being on with Whoopi and um, also the the time that she was on with Breakfast Club. So again, if you want that update, man, uh, go to her podcast and and you'll you'll get insight. Anything on that, Ram? I mean, I, I listened to um, her, her interview on the Breakfast Club, and also then I listened to Sinbad's um, uh, interview on the Breakfast Club, and and I, I kind of have to backtrack on some statements I said earlier. Um, I do believe that. Uh, Monique was done wrong. As Sinbad said, you know, they give $5 million deals away like candy out there. So, you know, she, she at least deserves $5 million. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, you know, when you think about it, regardless of how you feel about her, regardless of how you feel about her tactics, you can't really fault someone who's trying to defend themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, you know, I guess the problem with this story is that there's so many moving parts and so many entities that are involved. Uh, it's kind of difficult to, to understand what really transpired. What's the whole story? Because so many things are being said out of context and you really don't know 
don't know what was said before, why was it said, et cetera. But uh, she does deserve uh, more than what she was offered. Mm-hmm. And she does deserve the right to stand up for herself. Yeah. And one of the things Millennial and I, you know, we covered last week for you. And um, one of the things that uh, we talked about was the possibility of of maybe having her and all the parties involved do a show, even if it's like I wouldn't say uh, a sixty minutes. But we, mm-hmm. I think the idea we came up with was possibly um, using uh, maybe an intervention. Mo- you need a Yanya Vazant. No, 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 no. No, bring in like Robin Roberts who I think is an excellent interviewer and, and very empathetic um, and would be very fair. Uh, bring her in and have her do a round table with Lee Daniel, uh, Tyler Perry, uh, even bring in Will Packer and, 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 and Monique and, and, and Sydney. And I don't think we necessarily need the Netflix folks in cause the deal is the deal, but at least quote unquote within the family do a round table and, and have, yeah, just like an intervention, you know. Uh, I think I think it's fair because, you know, I, I kind of it, it's kind of like the black on black crime thing you, uh, that you kind of sit and watch and you're just watching it happen, you know. And um, if anything, I think this might at least uh, will there ever be the fair resolution that each side wants? No, but at least you know both sides will be heard in in the court of public opinion. You know, I'll leave it at that. Right. So hopefully, I mean, quite frankly, I think that would be, and I, you know, I'm not looking for a fight. I'm not, I mean, some folks are like fight, fight, fight. Nah, I'm not really looking for a fight, man. I, I, I like all these, all these folks involved in this, in this whole thing are creative and they're good at what they do and, you know, for, for what they do. And, um, I just think, um, it's just sad to see this whole thing, especially with her. And one of the things, Rand, that you mentioned, well, I don't know if you mentioned it, but this is really hurting her financially, man. This has had significant impact on her and her family, her career. And I just hate to watch that. It's kind of like watching watching a train wreck happen slowly in slow motion. Yeah. So I hope they work it out, man. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I hope they work it out and hopefully they, they can work it out, not in the public eye. Yeah. And I know, you know. people, even as I say that, people are like, well, she's getting $500,000. That's a lot. Of, well, you know. That's relative. You know what I'm saying? Money's relative to to people's lifestyles and 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 their, you know, what they what they're used to over the years. Um, you know, and and that, you know, that that thing is But it's it's it's, it's really more about your worth. Yeah. What are you worth? What are you worth? And whether whether you work in the sanitation department, whether you're an accountant, whether you're a marketer, whether you're a TV star, you want to get paid what you're worth. Yep. And you can care less what others think in terms of what your salary is. You want to say, I know what I put in. I know what I do. Mm-hmm. So pay me from what I'm worth. Yeah. I know what I've invested in myself and I know what my return is. So, yep. Absolutely, right. bro. Got it. A couple of light things, man. Did you did you have a chance to see the Oscars? Hell no. <laughs> and nobody else did. <laughs> well, you know, it was the, no. one of the, I mean, significant ratings decline. Um, I, I just think, man... And I'll, I'll throw this out at you, okay? Um, the whole movement and all the stuff that's going on, man, for a lot of folks, I think it's difficult to watch because you just don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, you know how you just watch the fun being sapped out of certain things because they're walking on eggshells all night? Um, and I think for a lot of people, I think even maybe the viewers, you know, it, it's just not fun watching people walk on eggshells. Egg we we expect the performers to be their true self and say what's on their minds. And I don't think they I don't think people who view the well, Oscars I, or view I, any of these I shows for feel me, like they can. I think Go for ahead. me, I mean, you know, some years are great years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, I just didn't think this was a great year in terms of what was what was in the categories. Yeah, I mean, none right. of the movies there really got me inspired to want to go see them. I mean, not many of them. But you know and why? I guess to you me, know why? You know why? Why is that? Because I think so many, uh, so many people in some of the movies that could have been were, were caught up in the Me Too. And and they, they couldn't, I mean, I think behind the scenes, a lot of them, quote unquote, probably didn't qualify based on 
you know, you got to keep in mind all the, the number of people who I guess were disqualified. Yeah, because I mean, but it's a but it's a damn shame, man. We 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 sitting here honoring a movie about fucking a fish, man. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. Even though I mean, literally, man, even though I saw it and it was kind of weird. I'd rather rather them nominate a porn flick than than this bullshit (laughs) right here, man. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. And it won Best Picture. Just think of that, bro. But anyway, congratulations to uh, to Peel, man, for uh for Get Out, he did win uh, the best screenwriter, and it was um, uh, he's an Af- you know first. It's it's a first. He's first African American to do so. Uh, so congratulations for at least getting that. Yeah, congrats, to, congrats to that young man. Yeah, uh, and the ratings were down, but I, I just think the ratings. You're absolutely right. It wasn't a great uh, a great lineup in terms of best. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, man. I think it wasn't a great lineup layered with. The Me Too, Time's Up, and all the other shit that's happening, man. You know, it just it just was not a great show. Yeah. And and people don't watch uh, live award shows like they used to. I think people are more, they have more fun just tweeting, following social media. They don't, they don't well, watch it all know, the time. Well, you know, it's so different. Because you remember back in the day when we were kids, if you were an actor or director or producer, where did you go? You went to the Tonight Show to plug your thing. Yep. Right. Yep. You know, you that's where you went. Now there's so many avenues for people to plug and preview shows and and and, and projects that by the time you get to see it, you're so worn out. You, I probably have seen enough trailers on one movie to probably equal maybe 25 percent of the movie. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't think I don't think the young generation realizes that at one point the only place you could see a trailer was in the theater. Right. And I think that has something to do with it, because I, to your point is that by the time the award show comes around, you're on to the next thing. Yeah, You really are. And yep. there's no suspense, you know. No, none whatsoever, man. And, and you know, as far as our audience, uh, African-Americans, man, we, we just feel like we're going to get the shaft anyway, the same way with the Grammys. So we don't watch. We don't, you know, we don't really, you know, we don't feel included. So, you know, right. Agreed. Move on. Uh, Van, by the way, we, we taped the show on Sunday and um, Van Jones is doing a show tonight on CNN with Oprah and Ava DuVernay um, because this weekend A Wrinkle in Time was released. Another, you know, huge children's book uh, made into a movie. Uh, of course, another Disney flick competing with another Disney flick, uh, Black Panther. So um, they'll be on tonight, and I doubt he says anything about the controversy. They're probably just going to stick to the good stuff in terms of, because you know the only reason she's probably there is to promote the movie. So it'll it'll be interesting. Oh yeah, if she probably has a, her and Ava and their riders. Don't ask me about Monique, okay? Yeah, don't ask me. About that, I believe, <laughs> no. or don't ask no. me about the presidency, or you know, it's going to be yeah. interesting to see, you know, what he talks to her about. You know, uh, American Idol is back. Uh, Again, we we tape Sundays. It's back Sunday night. Tonight is the premiere. Do you, does anyone care? Do you care? I really don't care because I don't, I, I can't really think of any of the idolists that have really become uh, pop or R and B sensations. Yeah. Um, they have their thirteen weeks of fame. Then after that, they live mediocre recording careers. You know. You know what I've heard, and and um, there was a writer. And I forgot what he called uh, this whole phenomena regarding, um, I guess, quote unquote, reality talent shows. Uh, He says that and I think we may have talked about this on a previous show, man. But he says basically that these artists do themselves a disservice when they go on these shows because nowhere can they get as much exposure as they get when they're on the show. And you I think you mentioned this as well. That when they're on that show, it's their peak, it's the prime of their career. So that's I mean, right. Before that show, there was nothing, and after that show, basically they have to compete with the the prime of being in the for on the forefront. So, and the other thing, um, you know, I I just think the deals, the music, the songs they give them after they leave the show, the original stuff is crappy. So it's it's kind of like, you know, 
right. this set up to fail. Only per, you know, you got maybe so, Kelly Clarkson and um, what's your name on the countryside? Uh, Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. And that's pretty much it. I mean, in terms of like true, lasting, consistent success. I mean, I just think if, if I'm an artist, man, I'm just going to go to YouTube. If I'm that good, you know, I'd rather control it beyond you. I, I think YouTube is the new American Idol, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, to your point, man, th these guys are building a lot of their notoriety and fame doing covers. Yep. That's all they're doing. Yes, covers. they are. Yes, they are. And, so, and, you know, I mean, when, um, when the, the fat guy that, who was on there with Clay, what was his name? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, God, he was out of Alabama. He, uh, the 205. Uh, yeah, they called him the Velvet or Silver Blue Teddy, teddy Bear. Teddy Bear, yeah. You know? Yeah. Once he stopped singing Luther songs, man, I hate to say it, he was just another brother with a voice out there singing. Yeah. And his career is pretty much done. I mean, he's still, he's still, he's still he's touring. He's doing gospel now. Yeah, he's doing gospel. And he's touring. But um, again, man, you are competing, and, and you also keep in mind, Rand, that when American Idol debuted, keep just the the level of television viewing was high, whereas now television viewing has taken a significant hit because right, of, and also yeah. too something you've been saying. I think for the past 80 episodes of the show is that. <laughs> 80. <laughs> I mean, you've been, something you've been saying this. See, hip-hop, when you think when American Idol came, the hip-hop phenomenon was not where it is now. Yep. It was easier if you were particularly an African-American male singer to get a contract and to and hit the radio air, airways. Yep. Now, it's almost damn impossible. It is. And, and, and they don't want it edged out like that. The show is the, the way the producers control American Idol, they try to keep it, I guess, pure and clean and pristine. And mm, that ain't what that ain't that ain't what's selling right now. That ain't what the kids listening to. Nah man, they listening to uh stir fry, Migos. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. I, I know man. I ain't gonna say I know. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna go there. Uh, again, Black Panther, man, over a billion dollars worldwide. Uh, as of this week, it went over a billion. Uh, Wrinkle in Time is out this week. And uh, Wrinkle is actually, um, as of, I think, Friday, man, they, they were ahead slightly as of Friday. So we'll see how the week ends in terms of, but it's Disney versus Disney. Disney Dis, Disney's the winner regardless, okay? Uh, quick article, man, I saw... I love Michelle Indigo Cello. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her. Oh yeah, man. I've, I, hey man, I was at her first album release party when uh, she was on Madonna's Maverick <laughs> Maverick album, man, up in 1990, 1992 in New York, man. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and and I I love her. She is cool. Uh, she is um, a musician, and um, and and she has a new album out. Uh, it's called uh, Ventriloquist, and uh, basically. Uh, it's songs that she does, like she did uh, Tender Love, uh, For Some D's. She did, uh, God, what's the other song here? Uh, the, the, the Waterfalls. It's all, you know, uh, 90s, 2000s, 80s covers, but it's done in her style. She she stylizes each song and makes them her own. And, and she did Prince's Sometimes It Snows in April. Uh, it's a really cool album. It's done in her style. But she, she made a comment. Uh, in an article with Billboard, and and she she compared uh, Bruno Mars to karaoke, and her her quote was, uh, "What he's doing is karaoke, basically with finesse. In particular, I think he was simply copying Belle Bib DeVoe. Uh, I think he was copying Babyface, and definitely there were some elements of Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis back when they worked with the Human League. I feel there's just all these threads running through there, but not." in a genuine way. So, you know. I like Michelle, but has she been listening to hip-hop lately? <laughs> I know. Has she been listening to trap music lately? <laughs> I know. It's the same damn beat, man. <laughs> Come on. It's beats and loops. Beats and loops. Yeah, man. They just altering the, maybe the cadence or the rhythm pattern, man. <laughs> I understand what she's saying, but guess what, Michelle? Yeah. Um, you know, people talked about how you were imitating some people years ago. Yeah. yeah. You know? So it's very hard to be a musician today to not to be influenced by others. It's yeah, very I, hard. I agree. 
I agree. I mean, uh, I, but I, I do think the, the thing that I do agree with her on, but I'm not, I'm not sure if, if, if Bruno's guilty of it, um, you know, I, I, I'll agree with some of this and I'll still nod my well, head. If, he, and, if Mark you know, Rosson is his producer, then Mark Rosson has been guilty of stealing shit for years. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Ronson's definitely involved with the project. He's like the Robin Williams of music, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's all about, you know, you could take a song and you can, you know, redo songs. I mean, you keep in mind, man. People, I mean, Aretha did covers. Every song, you remember how, I mean, Aretha's career was kind of built on doing covers. That was the way, that was the yeah. R&B way back in the day. I mean, Respect was Otis Redding, you know, um, just one of my favorite songs, Oh Me, Oh My, uh, from, uh, what's the what's the album? Uh, Young, Gifted, and Black. She, it was a yeah, cover. She covered some stuff from Dionne Warwick. Yeah, man. she, cover, she uh, Say a Little Prayer, you know? Yeah. So, and and really, what 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 Michelle is saying, it's not about doing a cover; it's about being genuine and doing it in your own way. But I think I think Bruno does do it in his own way to some extent. I think he does it in his own way. I mean, hell, look at hip hop, man. Once hip hop based off people, didn't James Brown get upset over that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, know, I mean, man. you know, the door swings both ways. It I, swings both ways. I agree. I agree. Hey, man, your girl Serena is back, and I wanted to bring this up because I know how much you love tennis and you follow tennis over the years. Uh, there was a, some controversy because uh, a journalist said that she was being difficult and testy uh, because I think a, a question came up with a, someone asked her about drugs. and and Yeah, uh, I saw the interview. And I didn't think she was being testy. I thought she was being very even keel. Um, not being sarcastic, but you know, what would you think? I, I didn't get what he I, was I saying. I agree with you, man. She was being very even killed. Quite honestly, she was she was really presenting facts. Yes, she was. Uh, to debunk that argument in this whatever this guy, I think has been something. Rosen, Rosenberg, or Rosen, Rosen, yeah, yeah, that's it. Like Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's just clickbait, man. I mean, and I saw on Twitter people went after him, and you know he deserved it. I mean, if you're gonna put stuff out like that. Uh, you need to be more responsible. I mean, the woman was, they asked her about drugs. She says, I've never had drugs. I've always tested, you know, I've always tested negative for drugs. Um, you know, then they, she says, look, at one point, yeah, I had to take some inhalers because my life was in jeopardy. I mean, come on. What more does this woman have to do? I mean, what more do we have to do? Let me ask you, man, why do, why do they do Serena like this? See, the problem is, man, in tennis, tennis has always been dominated by the all-American blonde white girl. Mm. Okay. Chris Everett. Chris Everett, Jennifer uh, Capriotti, Tracy Austin has always been the, the all-American girl. And what's happening is you got these two sisters come in from Compton with beads in their hair and braids mm. and basically said, nah, it's, it's a new game now. And they play a different type of game in the tennis community right now is still trying to find the next great white hope. And the problem is, um, if you look at the rankings and ratings, uh, the last couple tournaments, young African-American women have been breaking through winning these big tournaments. Yeah. In a and very dominant way, you know, style-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, for example, Mar Maria Sharapova, mm -hmm. who admitted to doping, mm -hmm. cheating, has a bigger endorsement deal than Serena. And, and, and Serena has beaten her the last 20 times. Yeah. Wow. It's not even a rivalry now, man. Rivalry means somebody got to win, somebody got to lose. Mm -hmm. But when you've lost 20 straight matches, come on, oh. that's not a rivalry. That's dominance. <laughs> right, know? right. You know, man. I mean, you know, you can see the same thing as, as, we, as they do in other sports, man. You know, uh, males, the same thing. The questions they ask, you know, the male athletes and the way they treat them. Yeah, I had I had to click on I I'd seen, you know, as always, uh, the way the criticism comes out about how she carries herself, and 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 I have never outside of you know I mean hell, and again we old school. Uh, once you hear what's his name McEnroe on the court, please, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> You right. know, I mean, they, they, and now they want to make him out to be a saint. Yeah, there's no room for you to say somebody's being testy, and and you know, so <coughs> I, I just thought it was unfair. I'm gonna leave it at that. But but I appreciate I the insight, man. 
I appreciate the insight on that. I know, I know you'd know. Knew you'd know. Uh, all right, man, let's go into as the White House turns. And and I'm, let me make an observation, Ram. Um, I can't keep up with this shit, man. I, I can't. Mean, I'm just, I mean, I'm really. In, in my I mean, like, life. Usually there's a lull. Yeah. You have scandal, then there's a lull. But it's scandal every every damn day, man. Every day. In my life, I have never seen anything like this. Was it this bad with Clinton? Clinton had a period when, uh, you know, when they were doing Whitewater and they had Ken Starr and then the Monica Lewinsky as it came as a result of the Whitewater investigation by Ken Starr. Yeah. You know, uh, that was just hatred for Clinton. Yeah. But not by the public, though. It was more so insiders in D.C. Mm-hmm. Man, but this is uh, just, I mean, if, if we were to go and, and I didn't break it out by day. But when you look at Monday, last Monday, a week from uh, a week ago, Monday, and the Sam Nunberg, did you watch that? His meltdown? You're talking about a dude who's scared shitless, man. <laughs> <laughs> On he the run. He knows it's coming. <laughs> I believe he was purposely trying to let... Um, Roger Stone and other people, he was sending them a message, telegraphing them a message. They yeah. coming for you, man. You know what it was almost like, Rand? It, it, you know, it's like the Godfather or somebody who's who's ratted people out and they want to go out and pretend like they didn't really rat you out. Like you did, you know what I mean? It's like, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do all this press. It, it's kind of like behind the scenes, he's ratted all these people out. But but in public, well, did, did you did you hear they said after he spoke? Yeah. With the special prosecutor. Yeah. They said he was basically telling these other guys, "Oh, the shit's coming, man." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was telling them it's coming. <laughs> but that was crazy. I mean, I I I I just quite frankly. Uh, How I, many news I watched, shows did he hit in one dude, day, man? He did what, about 20 did, interviews? He did. He went from C- CNN to MSNBC. I think he did Fox. He was doing NBC straight up. I mean, it was it was just ridiculous. And and the reason, I guess, what he was doing, he must have been in New York. You know, so he stayed and he was in New York. So he was he was he had access to all the major news outlets. And it was just like studio to studio. And then he'd do the phone calls. He'd be on the phoner. It was just like, you know, a blitz. And and it was just. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, uh, Aaron. He on, cracked, man. He Aaron, cracked. Aaron asked Aaron on um, what's her name on 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 CNN. Uh, she, she mentioned, well, you know, I think I smell alcohol on your breath. Have you been drinking? You know, and uh, he said, nah, just my antidepressant, man. It's just my meds. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, man, I'm 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 just um, I, 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 let me go through this stuff, and I'm, I'm going to mention the steel and aluminum tariff rollout, which was just a fiasco. Just okay, you know. so you're saving coal jobs now. You're about to get rid of forty thousand steel jobs. Way to go, man! <laughs> Way to go! <laughs> and, and 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 as we ran, uh, millennial and I were on the show last week, and and we predicted, we said Gary Cohn ain't no way he's going to deal with this. And then Gary Cohn, boom, he got up out of it. But, you know, what makes me kind of weird to me is the racism wasn't enough. Yeah, that's what it popped, yeah. But steel was the thing that set you over? Mm -hmm. I mean, come on, man. I mean, come on. Yeah, I know. And then, you know, they were, I guess with, with Cohen leaving, the the rumor, or if it hasn't happened yet, what McMaster's is that his name? Uh, possibly out the door, or uh, weeks away from being out the door. The record breaking rate of turnover, where really the only people left from the original uh, crew would be Jared and uh, Ivanka, are the only two left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Kelly Conway, man. Oh, well, I'll get to her because I think she's probably with the she violated the Hatch Act, which uh, a government employee in place isn't supposed to talk politics for or or endorse a particular politician. So 
Um, the ethics person in the White House now basically said she violated the Hatch Act uh, during the uh, Alabama Senate race when she came but out. But as a caveat, the yeah. president is the one who determined that. Oh, the, the president has to determine that. Right. Oh, well. <laughs> so I'm saying. And then you had oh, well. uh, AG, Mr. Magoo Sessions, um, took on the state of California. Uh, immigration and, and sanctuary city stance. Um, and then, you know, of course, porn star, the Stormy Daniels thing, you know, her, she's filing suit against, uh, against 45. And, um, and then, you know, toward the end of the week, um, North Korea, where, where, you know, 45 says he's going to Meet with King with uh, I'm sorry Kim Jung I could Rocket call him Boy King. as he called him Rocket Man Rocket <laughs> Boy whatever his name yeah is. you know uh, Rocket Man uh, it's just it, it's just so much man it is um, well you know what it's just I, so much I, I, I know a lot of liberals are saying you know this is crazy da da well Obama Obama wanted to do this too but you know well yeah oh happened. with North Korea yeah I mean but but it's not you know what. I, well, first, man, let me. But there's no policy in place, though. I mean, I think the challenge is what will result from this because we don't know what the real policy is, and I don't think he knows what the real policy is. Yeah. Well, you know, he, you know, the problem I had, I, I'm having with this whole thing, is we are rationalizing crazy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We we are yeah we are rationalizing insanity. If, if any of this, you know, again, I mean, you, I think on, on previous shows, we mentioned if a third of this stuff happened in any president's lifetime. Oh, they'd be out. They'd be out. It'd be a constitutional crisis. This stuff is happening every week. And I know we keep saying that and saying that. But my point is, it's like the people who continue to support him, what will it take? And, and now uh, they, they've already started the campaign to 2020, you know, and, right. and garnering support. Uh, what is it? Keep America great exclamation uh, point is the, uh, right. the new slogan. I, I, I just, my, my issue is I don't care where you stand. Uh, Democrat, Republican, independent green party. How long are we just going to keep rationalizing crazy? I don't know. You know, you've you've run companies before. You've been in charge of situations before, Rand. You know, I, I understand how people play that whole play each other against each other. It's a old, it's an old sales tactic where you have your your salespeople fighting against each other to get more productivity and all that. But the, I think the the chaos we're dealing with now is unhealthy and it's dangerous because here's. Somebody mentioned this, and, and I'm not going to get in the hotel land with all this stuff, but, uh, you know, because it's easy to do. It's easy to slip over in the hotel land in a heartbeat. But um, I, I just believe that this chaos, is it's almost feeling deliberate to a point to where if you were to say uh, KGB uh, has some involvement, it would be believable because you know, the way you take any organization down is through chaos on the inside. It's not, ex I mean, if you can't take people out in externally, you take them out internally. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's the strategy. That's hell Sun Tzu, the art of war. So, yeah. So it's, it's almost like a Trojan, it's a Trojan horse, uh, you know, strategy where you, you know, you, you take them in the Trojan horse and then you release on the inside and boom, take them down. So it's just a bit much, man. I mean, I, I gotta, I gotta find a happy place every day, man. It really, you know, to do the podcast, um, you know, we have to follow it and kind of mention it and talk about it. And, and I, I'd love to hear what other, what other people think. I mean, I think to a certain point it's turning people off, but we even have to be careful of that because we have to remain engaged because, you know, we have to have, uh, we gotta, we gotta still fight the good fight because, you know, if you have kids, man, I mean, the future of this country 
it, it, you know, it, you could be selfish and stick your head in the sand, but you know, your kids, your family, your your future's at risk when you when you have stuff like this going on. I mean, I I look at everything that happened this week, and it all has impact whether you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, uh, you know, whatever you are, it has impact. So I'm a, I'm gonna leave it at that. So, man, that's why, quite honestly, that's why it's very important to get involved at the local level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how you can make some of the changes, man. I mean, because you got to remove the people that are in that are enablers in D.C. Mm -hmm. So you got to get involved at the local level. And and that means really going out there voting uh, and even running for office if you have to or being a part of committees that actually are, 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 are commissions. If you're a citizen and you can be on one of those things that can impact, you know, your local community. And and Rand, Um, I don't want to interrupt you, but as you talk about that and I'm looking at headlines, how can a president say that a drug dealer should get the death penalty? How, you know what I mean? Yeah. And get away with it. How do you get away with something like that? Yeah. Okay. So, all right. We want to kill drug dealers. We want to keep abortions. And we want to send, and we want to keep uh, pharmaceutical drug dealers intact in terms of opioid because we don't want to go after them. We want to make sure that the NRA is supplying weapons of war. Mm. So I'm trying to figure out where's this pro life thing we got going on, man. <laughs> mm. Mm. I, I mean, you know, I'm serious. You know, we we talk pro life, but but damn, we we're talking pro-breathing. Now, now we're talking about on the live part, killing. I mean, I, I just don't get it, man. And, and you got people. But what I believe is, I believe that the, the many of the independents who swayed over the Trump in the, in the big blue Rust Belt states, I think they are slowly coming back and realizing this shit is insane. This is one big reality show and every day is rating sweeps for this nut. And you know, you know Tara, Tara Setmeyer. Uh, she yeah. she was hardcore Republican, uh, African American female. She is livid. Yeah. She is livid about this dude. She is like, what the hell are we allowing him to do? How can we allow this? And and you still have people like Paris Denard, who who continue who continue to defend him. Who continue? He's on to, the payroll, baby. He's con- on the payroll, man. Who, who continue? He's, he. You, you you remember Django, the Samuel Jackson character? Oh damn! <laughs> Django. Oh, you remember in, yeah, uh, in Samuel, Birth of a Nation, Samuel Jackson, the dude who yeah. walked his wife to the house so the so the white boys can run a train on them. Yeah, that's Paris Denard, man. Wow, wow. All right, bro. What you got, man? I'm I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you. Uh, man, you know I I you know I, I, you know, we I probably ranted a lot already. <laughs> I mean, you can tell. Damn, what's was, left? <laughs> the day was an emotional day for me, but you know, yeah. I just I want to think positive, man, and um, you know, I, I, I want to um think very positive, man, about what we're trying to do, you know, and what you're trying to do with the network, man, because I think I don't people realize that what you're trying to do with the network is, is give people voices, mm. so views can be heard. And those views will lead to positive change. Yeah. And that's what I that's what I really want people to understand. What we're about, what the network that you, 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 you're building, how that can help in a positive direction. And what we need for people to do is to really just share it, listen and share it. And if you have dissenting views, share it with us. Yeah. You know, half time we don't give a shit but share it with us anyway <laughs> but we but we, but wanna, we will share it we with us hear. we'll share i mean i'll always if, if somebody has a, a, a dissenting view or or an argument i always don't always i bring it on the show i don't call them out right uh, right i mean i'm right. not i'm not gonna do the you know the cnn put them side by yeah i don't believe in that but i do believe you know we need to i'm always for people if you can if you can convince me that i'm wrong or that there's a better way i'm willing i'm willing to listen to, right to what what what's being said, but yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. Because you know, as an African American media network, we are being be we're being marginalized by the mainstream media, and so it's very important for us to have our networks out there so that we can share our points of view. Yeah, 
Because if we don't do it, no one else will do it. I agree. And I, 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 that's why I appreciate and I shout out all the other podcasts, man, who um, who do it weekly, you know, and and, right. and, and, and you do a great job there, of that because you have by shouting out, you have introduced me to new podcasts that I would never have heard of, quite honestly. Yeah. And that's what this is all about. I mean, I like Huffington Post, that Black Voices page, et cetera. But guess what? There's a lot of more voices in Huffington Post out there. And particularly, they're in the midst of the fight on a day-to-day basis. And we, and they need to be supported. And their voices need to be heard. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, bro. And um, you got anything else? No, man. I'm again, trying to stay positive, man. Well, good. I, 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 I am as well. Fish. A movie with a man fucking a fish getting in the water, man. I mean, come on, man. And I saw the movie, and I, you know, here's the deal. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it before I okay. get. Okay, one I good get to thing, my man. Atlanta my, came on. Atlanta's oh, been on for the yeah. past two weeks, man. Yeah, and Atlanta was cool. Hey, how many episodes? Two episodes, because I got the first episode. Two episodes. Man. I saw the episode with Cat Williams running down Alligator Man. I saw that. I didn't like what I don't. Oh, what I, I don't like you know, is right I hope now, I hope they don't. You know, right now, yeah. there are roughly uh, ten. Uh, African, uh, no, excuse me, 11 African-American lead shows on right now in the networks. Wow. First runs, n- n- no reruns. Wow. Wow. Grownish, Black Lightning, The Quad, Man Cave, Black Card, Revolt, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, The Shy, Robin Thebe, Atlanta, and Two Dope Queens. That's excellent. I mean, that's a, that says a lot right there, man. That does. That absolutely. And none does. of these are in reruns. So we, you know, we haven't talked about the other ones like the Green Leafs and the and the powers and all the other ones that, that we know that will be coming back on air. Yeah. Yeah. The only, the only thing I'm going to mention about, uh, cause, cause I'm a, I mean, I'm a fan of, of Atlanta. Uh, I just hope that, um, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to be, well, I am, I'm going to mention it and call it what it is. I just hope they don't marginal. Well, how, how, how you say it? If I don't, I hope they don't normalize robbery and, and, you know, being a stick up kid, you know, uh, on the, on the first episode. I mean, I, I, I love the core, you know, the core, uh, characters on that show. And the reason I do like the core characters on Atlanta is because they're nothing like what you would stereotypically think of them to be, you know what I mean? And, um, the first episode, the beginning of it, the start of it, yeah, okay. I mean, I'm because kids, you know, who 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 you know, maybe uh see that will glamorize that situation and actually, you know, roll up on a Mrs. Winners, you know, and 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 may, yeah, I'm, I don't want to I want to take it too far. Um but but without a doubt it was a good show. It is a good show. And, you know, kudos to Donald Glover for doing his thing. I just hope that, you know, keep it keep it where he started. I hope it doesn't go down that 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 path just to get some and keep ratings you know he it, it was really he's done a, he's done a smart show you know what i'm saying i think it, it it's a smart show i, I hadn't seen the second oh, yeah. episode yet. yeah i mean i haven't seen a show with with uh, a tv show with african-american characters that believable yeah. in a long time i mean they're street cats but they're smart they're not they're not you know stereotypical you know so you know hope he hope he keeps it rolling um, I'm, I'm a shout out, man, and, and one more podcast. I'm gonna I'm really shout out because I really hadn't given them uh, their 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 due, man. I mean, one of the reasons I mean I really started doing or even thought about doing some podcasting on my own was listening to uh, the black guy who tipped uh, Karen and get yeah, Karen and Ron. Oh yeah, uh, they've oh been, yeah, they're, they're funny as hell. And and they they go hard. They go hard in the paint. They they are like the Dennis Rodman. What's the other bad boy of the Detroit? <laughs> the whole, Rick Mahorn, the, Rick, oh, Bill oh, Lambier. They are the, the Rick Mahorn. <laughs> they go hard in the paint, topic by topic. They hold no, they hold, they don't hold back. But but they are, you know, pioneers, man, in in, in podcasting, black podcasting, and and black issues. And uh, they've been doing it, you know, husband and wife team, man. You know, they've been doing this thing for almost like over eight years, seven years minimum. Wow. And, and, you know, they continue to tour the country and they've got great connections. And, and you know, it, it, it's it's really I don't I think they're one of the underappreciated, uh, maybe not quite as glamorous when it comes down to maybe some of the uh, celebrity podcast. 
but but they're they're kind of founders in this whole you know movement uh especially the black podcast movement so i wanted to shout them out man and 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 just give them a thumbs up and and, and keep keep doing what they're doing you know what's those two brothers on vice man uh on vice what uh, tv show on, on the vice net these rosa whatever it is the, the, the brother that one of dominican what is this which, uh, which one they do a podcast, man, and they be on a lot. Of, oh, Jehus and Mario. Ah, what is that? I'm gonna have to check it out. That's a podcast, man. It's on Viceland. Um, they do a show. It started as a podcast, but now they now they're on Viceland, and they've made, been making the rounds lately, man. Okay. Okay. Jesus uh, and Mario, um, two young brothers, and um, they they are pretty funny. They look like your boys on the read and um. And, <laughs> Black guy tips, they come hard. They yeah. come hard. Yeah, I mean it is. They don't. They hold no punches. All right, y'all. Um, don't forget, you can check us out. We're on, you know, castropolis.net, C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S.net, and um, you know, don't the information, more information on on how you connect with us, how you can connect with us. It'll play after we wrap up our little diatribe or whatever you want to call it. Rand man, hey, as always, bro. It's a pleasure, man. I believe I I, I really appreciate you um, getting up and, and doing this thing every single week, and and kudos to you and the fam. And, and I'm glad you I'm glad you well, bro. I mean, because we didn't get oh yeah, man, we didn't get looking, all the I was details. looking for a big ass payday, man. <laughs> I was about to call one of those those you know one of those ambulance chases, man. You know the guys that you know you when you're not working, always have an ad during the middle of the day. <laughs> In, in between cheaters and uh, Springer and all that, you know. Call Ken on top of a pickup yeah, truck. Call Ken. Gil, you know, call, yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking about. But when you're driving around in the car in the middle of the day, between the rent to own ads and the uh, payday lender ads. Woo, man, you're wrong, bro. But you're right. <laughs> Get that money, especially a real collision. Right. Look, man, they already calling money, you. Somebody on the podcast already to turn you in as a lead. <laughs> I know, man. I know, man. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be like the boy on Atlanta, paper boy. I want my paper. <laughs> oh no, you're not wearing the the neck brace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'm gonna get a body before I get in trouble. All right, bro. All right, man. Hey, man. Y'all uh, take care. Eighty number eighty is in is in the can, and and we out. Peace. That's right. Peace. You've been listening to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. Search GP3 Homies from the Block. Special thanks to music by Millennial Nick, rap SB the G, graphics Lady J. Thanks for listening.